bum 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 Welcome to another great edition of BJJ's Board Game Alliance, episode 93. I am your host, whose main mode of mobilization is motorized mechanical velocipede. Whose main mode of mobilization is motorized mechanical velocipede twice. Double oh, it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you forgot the, uh, uh. Uh, a, a motorized mechanic. Yeah. You know, so since I, you forgot that twice, and we'll go to the technical <laughs> rules, technically, you lose. No! Twice! <laughs> Win for the home team! Who <laughs> doubles down on it just to confuse me? <laughs> and I forgot the A twice. I read well, it. Oh. Actually, it's on, yours, it's on there twice? Yeah. yeah it's literally on there twice. That is something with Simple Note because it's only on there once. Okay, it's once for me. <laughs> to trick me. I feel like it's a, I think it's a draw at this point. A little post Technology is trick. against you. Yes, it is. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Well, of course, joining me, as always, is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Our nemesis in studio, Sean Epperson of Think 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. And the lovely Vicky Barcelona running the boards. Hello. Josh, how can the lovely Geek Nationals get a hold of us? First of all, if you get two chances and you mess them both up, that's a win for us. You know, anyway. yeah, it is on me. <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah, you know how the saying goes. Uh, go to bjgeeknation.com. Martian. Hello, everybody. Hello. I speak words. English. Go to bjgeeknation.com. You got all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. More. Also, search for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, radio.com, and iTunes. Woo! Give us five, five stars. Yes, please. Five stars. Please, please, please. please. We like I, reviews. You give us five stars, I give you board game. <gasps> Maybe. Board yeah. game. Yeah. Ooh, this is a good deal. How many stars can I give us before I get a board game? <laughs> One <laughs> war pachyderm. Wow. I don't... You have to give us a that, war pachyderm. I was going to say, an <laughs> elephant full of stars? <laughs> well, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Starting off today, guys, we have some breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. I hear Cosmic Encounter has something for us. Well, you may or may not know that we love playing Cosmic Encounter because it's another one of those games where we get to yell at each other. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing is, though, like nobody can ever get mad at you for attacking a certain por- person because the co- the game tells you who to attack. That's true. You don't need... Yeah. But you do get to yell at people for lying with the other people because <laughs> that's a choice. Uh yeah, in Cosmic Encounter, it all comes down to the alliances. So how can we mess that up and still play Cosmic Encounter? Well, Fantasy Flight just announced Cosmic Encounter Duel. 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh thing. We're still we're still a little loopy from OrcaCon. Yes, it's post-OrcaCon. Oh, my Lord, yes. So much OrcaConing. Uh, so in Cosmic Encounter Duel, you are picking your race, going against your opponent, and through ways and means that I don't yet fully understand... Uh, you are trying to be chosen into the the next race, into like the hierarchy of better races. You know, always yeah. topical. Two species enter, <laughs> one species leaves. Uh, but uh, if you you can pre-order it now, Cosmic Encounter Duel, and but it's expected in stores in April of 2020. Looks cool. Looks like a nice little almost uh, trading card game, but no trading. Maybe just a card game. There's also a playmat available, which Ooh. looks cool. It does. It's space. Who doesn't love space? The alien races always throw all kinds of weird, wonky mechanics in there and ways to mess (laughs) with, like, how you win the game and stuff like that. Oh, BJ the whiner. Thank you, listener. (laughs) Please email us again, listener. Let us know who you are because I can reward bad behavior. Ooh, you can? (laughs) Yes, I can. Good, good. (laughs) I'd say there's a car that says Uber on it, so apparently you can drive wherever you want. (laughs) I don't know how. (laughs) Uber space. Uber. Anyways, we did mention earlier that we are a little tired. 
from a certain con that happened over the weekend. Epic con. Orca con. Yes. There were no whales, but it was still a con. <laughs> I only made it one day because oh. I ended up getting a flat tire on my way home. On flat Friday tire night. con. <laughs> I, and then like a couple days ago, I ended up breaking a piece of my car. So I've not been having the best luck with my car, but I had a good time that first day at OrcaCon. But how was the rest of OrcaCon? Well, the rest of OrcaCon had what you'd call shenanigans. Shenanigans. Oh, good All shenanigans. Bad shenanigans. No cops were called. That <laughs> okay, so that's of. good. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm still worried. The first of yeah. good shenanigans were the food trucks. Oh my god! Oh, food yes. trucks—they oh, were yeah. amazing. I had what? I had chicken teriyaki. Yeah. I had pulled pork sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw other people with just all kinds of amazing different. Th- I think they had sushi there. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I, I think had, there was one. Yeah. I had grits as well <laughs> that were very tasty. Oh yeah. Did you go to Kiss My Grits? Yes, I did. Kiss Kiss My Grits. grits. I like saying Kiss My Grits. I don't know why. Yep, went to Kiss My Grits. (laughs) Oh, I got so much good food. And the hot dogs. (laughs) Uh, I go back. One of the funnier stories for me is that I was playing The Resistance with BJ. I know, big shock. (laughs) Big shock. That game got called in the middle because somebody was texting information and another person didn't know if that was okay, so unfortunately it just revealed a little too much. So it's not a cheat. It's not against the rules. It's just there was a lot of confusion that led to too many questions that mm. gave away some information. Are there base rules for resistance? Because when I first played it, <laughs> I really was are. under the assum- assumption that normal cheating rules apply, where you can't share sensitive information, right? Later on, I was told that the kitchen, you can share whatever you want in the kitchen when you're getting a snack. In the resistance, you got to try to communicate however you can. And but mm, I've done texting and I got like they got mad at me for that. Yeah, it's more of a faux pas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we weren't clear, so that one got called. So then I'm I'm like, okay, guys, it's twelve thirty. I want to get up and play a different game tomorrow. I'm gonna go to bed. Good night. BJ earlier was like, okay, guys, I gotta watch a football game tomorrow. I love the Seahawks and gotta watch it for for gotta report on it. So we're gonna play one game. It's gonna start at eight o'clock, and that's it. I'm going to bed after that. That's how we're doing it tonight. We're like, okay. Well, remember, I said we started Resistance at 8. And yeah, I went do, to bed at 12.30. Yes. Sean. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> so I was playing a game, and I'm like, okay, it's getting close. I'm going to head home here soon. I go downstairs, and you know, BJ and all of them are getting ready to play the Resistance at uh, about 11 o'clock, 11.30. No, it was about 12.30, right after my game. Yeah, so okay, 12.30. And I'm like, oh, they're going to do the Resistance. Okay. I went to bed at 3 in the morning the previous night. So I'm like, okay, could I go to bed at 3? Eh, that's fine. You know, whatever. So I'll sit down and, and play this game with them. It was a four-hour game. That started at 12.30. <laughs> <laughs> and he was supposed to get up for a Hawks team, and I think it was at, what, 11 or 12 mm-hmm. that day? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What time <laughs> did you get home in bed? Uh, It was like Four thirty, five o'clock. When I finally got in bed, <laughs> I heard that it was Sean's fault that it went longer than it. No, I heard. Sean I, I've heard. I, I've heard both versions. I've heard. I've only heard it BJ's. wasn't Sean's fault, and I heard it was Sean's. I fault, heard that the so. game lasted two hours longer because of Sean. No, <laughs> and they figured that out after the game ended. Who'd you kill, Sean? <laughs> so the very it was like the first mission. I need, I need to point something out though. Yes. If you go to Board Game Geek, the resistance should only take thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, thirty minutes. Yes, That's of good course. To point out. Yes, yes. yes. Just sure. Reference. Uh, the first per player, mission right? took two hours. Two hours for the first mission. <laughs> Why? Debate. The first Debate. arguing. The first ah. mission shouldn't matter. It should take five seconds. 
two hours. See, you know, I would say that I'm surprised, but I've played the Game of Thrones board game where you're <laughs> supposed to make allies and enemies, and boy, is BJ good at making enemies with a lot of people. So I can only imagine. His version of being an ally is, I won't decimate you yes. if you give me all your stuff. See, we're working together. <laughs> I can't completely throw BJ into the bus here. There were other people at the table that were... Uh, making this go longer than it really needed to. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> so, other BJs. Yes, there were other <laughs> BJs at the table. It was it was amazing. Uh, I, full disclosure, I was a bad guy, and uh, I didn't see a way that we were going to win. I'm getting groggy. I'm like, oh my gosh, why did we die? And just, and, but I, I'm in the game, right? So I don't want to just throw the game. So uh, one of the missions comes up, I'm on it, and I'm the only person that is, that people seem to be trusting me. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to pass this mission. I'll be the guy that's hiding out. And then comes around again, and everybody believed everybody that was on the second mission. It was myself and the same team. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to pass this one. And there's no way that they're going to put me and another spy. So the third mission, we actually had to have two spies on it to actually win it. And like, okay, there's no way that we're going to have two spies. The rest of the spies are kind of calling themselves out a bit. Oh, no. That's not what happened. What happened was they ended up putting myself and another spy. BJ put myself and another spy on the team. There's two spies on the team. How do I not do this, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll fail the mission. And the other spy fails the mission as well. So we get two failures. And the table just flips their gourd because some people thought that they like people that were good, thought certain people were bad, and now like nobody knows what's going on, and there was just chaos all over the place, <laughs> and BJ's losing his mind, and yeah, it was it was kind of amazing. <laughs> I what my expectation was I'm gonna be on this last mission. There's not gonna be enough people to be able to tank it, so I'll just be the only one, right? Fine. I think I know who the the commander is so we can assassinate them. But when we got two, like, okay, let's fail it. You know, that's that's kind of part of the game. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I had I had some questions about the commander, but this allowed us to go one extra one and really find out for sure. Ah, uh, so we, end up, we did end up winning. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Did you win when you make it to bed at five five thirty? Good yes, question. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I assassinated the commander and BJ lost. Yes, I won. <laughs> Which so he went to bed at five thirty back in his house, a <laughs> his home, ten fifteen minute drive from the, from the con, which he then had a scheduled game at eight a.m. the next day. How did that go? Woo! Well, he got to play his favorite game. Oh well, that's a good reason to get up. Zaya, Legend of a Drift System, <laughs> favorite game. I, I like it. So I like much. it. We played a twenty point game. Katira won with twenty points. Congratulations, Katira. Yeah. I had seventeen points. I was nipping at her heels. Uh, our our buddy Aaron had I think ten points. Yeah. Yeah, and Sean, did you I had have five. points? Five. Five. Five points is in a 20-point game. <laughs> <laughs> I was he, going for the golf score. Yes. <laughs> he yes. exploded so many times. So many times. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I could not get anywhere in the game. And partially because I'm just dead, right? My brain's, like, yeah. shut off. Like, Josh is having to remind me of certain things. Like, uh, dude, you can't. You have to do this. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. we're simultaneously trying to throw Spencer a little surprise OrcaCon birthday party. Spencer from Late Night Tabletop. Oh, did you? Did you manage to surprise him? Yeah. We did, although I think Sean went and took a nap. <laughs> I was awake. He's like, I'm going to go get Spencer. <laughs> 20 minutes later, where's Sean? 
He's sitting there in the co- uh, coffee line, just passed out. <laughs> He's like, hey, uh, what? <laughs> that sounds like Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. So what I've heard uh, is that you guys sit up way too late, yes. ate yeah. way too much good food, yes. and managed to defeat BJ at every game. Yeah. All the games I, I played, so. yeah. Woo! <laughs> that sounds like a great weekend. It, it was. sounds great to me. How did everyone else, how well received was it? How was the audience? It was great. We had so many people coming by. Just remember, if we're at those cons, we're going to be somewhere loud in public. So you feel free to come up, play. We got to, when we uh, we played games, we had new players we'd never even met before. They yeah. got in, they jumped in some long games with us. It was great. Uh, some people regretted playing games with us. <laughs> we, we do yeah. apologize for that, but it was fun anyway. I feel like uh, everyone warns anybody when it, we do warn them, players. Yeah. Well, social deduction games in general, you know what you're getting into, right? I mean, the word debate itself is essentially just an argument. <laughs> <laughs> That's <I> mean, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? I, I do have to say, though, I ended up not buying any games while I was there, but I ended up buying, uh, so, and I'm totally blanking on her name. I'll have to give her a shout out in a future episode. Uh, a gal was selling like really, really awesome either scarves or just cool little things with really awesome nerdy prints. And I went to town because I'm very much uh, a homebody now and I got really excited because I'm old. Uh, she was selling these little bags that you can use for food. They had food safe um, like lining on the inside so you can put your sandwiches, you know, your carrot sticks mm. or whatever. Um, and I got some with like Pikachu and Umbrella Academy. Oh, <laughs> you nice. got bags Stitch. of holding. I got bags of holding, which you can use for food or dice, and I'm going to use it for food because I like snacks. Very important not to mix that one up while snacking. Yes. I throw my dye sandwich. Crap. <laughs> or, <laughs> Crap, give me my carrot sticks back. Or don't eat your dice. Oh, also, my cheese. Get dangerous. my cheese. What? <laughs> I saw that. I believe I saw a picture of some people playing Kemet as well. Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. played uh, We played Kemet Seth, which... We'll definitely be talking about more. <laughs> oh my gosh! More. Right, I believe Sean was a leader of of, of the evil people. Oh yes, Seth's oh, rule shall happen. <laughs> All I saw was him leaning over a table menacingly, and I was like, "That that that guy is an evil. I know it. <laughs> I know an evil man when I see him." I got to lose at lots of games. I got to lose at Coloma, Great Western Trail, uh, Reavers of Midgar. You name it, I lost at it. Well, you know what? That's the best part about gaming is there really isn't a loser. There's just one winner. <laughs> That's right. The only games that Josh won at were the ones he didn't understand. Oh, yes. Yes. yes I... <laughs> Somehow. One may have hurt me, <laughs> but I hurt everyone else. Guys, I have a quick question. Um, I did hear an interesting story and or rumor about BJ and some other board gamers and Ladies of the Night. <laughs> what What is going on? Okay, so... I was the witness to this. <laughs> ah, witness Josh, you were on the stand. So it is no longer hearsay. <laughs> I was playing a game, I think Great Western Trail, Into the Night, and it was about 2 in the morning. Bars are closing, so the hotels actually gets busy at 2 in the morning because people are showing up to the hotel. BJ, Sean, a whole mess of people are over playing the resistance, and there's been yelling, and we've been looking over, and... Valentina, one of the sweetest people I ever met in my life, just at one point, she's like, no, you need to listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, it's going well over there. Uh, But BJ's going off about something. I'm going to go on the mission. You should take me on the mission. I'm the guy that should go on the mission. Well, behind him, two ladies. Of the night. Of the night. they, They came in going to what looked like a party, judging by the bar they were carrying. (laughs) <laughs> they they both had multiple bags with booze sticking out of it. So I'm like, cool, cool hotel party. <laughs> um, 
Well, they were they were definitely obvious in their intentions, but they overheard BJ say that he wanted to go on the mission. So they one walked over right behind him, and says, "I'll go on the mission with you. You want to go on the mission? Come on, let's go. Let's oh go on the God. mission." And he he's oblivious. They're all oblivious. They're all arguing. They're still talking about missions and spies. And she is loud. And she's like going into the air. Going, Come on, honey. I'll go into the mission with you. Come on. You go upstairs. We'll go to the mission with me. What? like, <laughs> how is nobody seeing this? I tell my table. I'm like, are you seeing this? And they all look and they're like, oh, okay. And BJ never once turns around. Never once. <laughs> Not once turns uh, around. That's, that's a man obsessed with some board games. Because <laughs> I would have been like, wow, they're really into the getting BJ to the mission. What is where? Where did they even come uh, from? I what mission do they want to go on? They <laughs> wanted him to uh, go on a uh, buy a ticket kind of mission. Fourteen four mission. <laughs> they want to go on an adventure. <laughs> oh my on god. On their favorite rocket ship. Right. <laughs> Blast off at the speed of. Anyways. Uh, wow. Well, that's quite a story. How do you guys do this at hotels every time? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All the shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well, she's backing into the elevator. She's even got her arm out. Come on, let's go on the mission. I'll take it. All the way till the doors close, and no one at that table even acknowledged like, their existence. If you are a lady of the night, I'm uh, judging. I'm like, you do you. Um, don't go to a nerd convention because <laughs> you think it might be a good place. I, it is not because they're focused on what they want to do. I think it's they games. were just on their way to a pre-planned party somewhere ah. in the hotel because it is a hotel. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Wanted to, they wanted to invite one extra person, but he uh, he was busy going on a mission. Declined. <laughs> Rejection is so bittersweet. <laughs> All right. Well, moving along, why don't we get some quick starters from Sean? Yeah, this is a crazy month for Quickstarters because there are three that are just crushing Kickstarter right now. Uh, the first one is Foundations of Rome backed by it. Arcane Wonders. Backed it, backed it, backed it, backed it. You uh, designed backed by it. Emerson Matsuchi. Well, yes, I backed it. Of course I backed it. <laughs> Emerson Matsuchi is uh, Matsuchi is known by uh, Century Spice Road, Reef, and Specter Ops, a very well-known designer. Um, this First off, this is a... a city-building game based in Rome. This game comes in a box. A literal box. A cube. Because inside of this are all these plastic uh, trays that slide out of the box. And that's where all these tons and tons of buildings and statues and etc. that you'll be placing out on the board. Question. Yes. Did you just etc. in an Italian accent? I did. Etc. <laughs> Thank you. Etcetera. Thank you for noticing. That was awesome. If you guys think of life when you had to put those little houses in when you were building the board back up, think of that except way more eccentric, way more detailed, the and a ton more. Yeah. You are building Rome. You are literally building Rome. And that's really the goal of the game. It's a city-building game. So uh, the better you are at making Rome prosperous, bringing in economy, and building up all these cool uh, buildings and whatnot... Um, you're going to be more successful. And it is a competitive game. It's a one-to-four-player game that plays in 60 to 90 minutes. I'm supposed to have a pretty quick setup. Uh, Everything just kind of goes on your player board. The base pledge for this is $99. When you see the Kickstarter, you'll understand why. There is a ton of uh, really cool-looking buildings and and, uh, pieces and components that you're going to have. So people who are against minis games, one of their yes. biggest things is, okay, they're pretty plastic, but they don't do anything. They right. just move around the board. 
Well, the difference here is you get all plastic. You're getting a ton of plastic in this game, but mm-hmm. you play the game with these and how how you place them, where you place them, it all matters. Oh, yeah. So very much the plastic, I would say, is essential in this. And you want to talk about Toy Factor and eye candy on a table? Oh, my gosh, yeah. There's no monsters in this. This is just all beautiful Roman buildings. I would love to see this game painted because, oh. my <laughs> God, oh, it yeah. would well, be a... Oh, hold funny on. you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I did not back at this level, but for a slow, low price of $1,000, you can get the fully painted foundations of Rome. And to be quite honest, that seems cheap based <laughs> yeah, on all these buildings. Right. There is a ton of buildings. Uh, there was actually, so they were 10 backers for the $1,000 all-in hand-painted set, and all 10 have been claimed. So there was that. <laughs> wow, they've already been all claimed. There's yes. 96 buildings in the base game, not counting expansions. Whoa. Yeah, and the expansions add in like more statues and uh, just lots of really cool stuff. So, I mean, city building kind of thing is is your jam. This has it in spades. Uh, there's a fifth player expansion, and uh, the talk that I've seen is that you really want the fifth player expansion. The game really shines there. Uh, this is uh, going to see. There are 345,000 of their 50,000 goals, so they've been smashing through all kinds of uh, additions and, and unlocks. And they've got 2,600 backers, so... A lot of excitement around this game. This is going to be ending on February 6th, so get in and get your pledges. Next up is Oath by Leader Games. Uh, it's a one to six player game by Cole Whirl. Uh, Cole Whirl is known for doing Root, uh, Pax Parmir. Okay. Very well known games. Fancy. Yes. This is a legacy style game, competitive. Uh, it's going to be playing in 45 to 120 minutes. Now, the Interesting thing about this is that most legacy games, you have to have the same people playing each game. So if Joey's on my team, we're doing this, I can't play it again until he's with me. Not true in this game. You can play it with different people. The interesting aspect of it is one person is going to be the chancellor. They're the person that is in charge of this land. Everyone else is in exile. The exiles want to become the chancellor. The chancellor, they want to maintain their control. They might make alliances with some of the exiles. Hey, I'll give you some perks. You be on my side and help me out. You doing that may help you take me over in a future game. So when somebody becomes a new chancellor, now that game is going to change. And it could change what the victory goals are for the future games. It could change resources that are available, um, different rules that get added in. And it means that... uh, Maybe you were the chancellor's last game. I suddenly become the new chancellor. You can't play with me next time. That's okay. I just teach everybody how to play. Here's all the new rules, and off we go. It also has a really, really quick setup, too. Uh, Basically, the game just kind of, like, folds out of the box. They've got this really cool animation uh, showing how quick it is to set the game up. They propose that uh, this is going to be something you can set up in three minutes or less. So that they, is adorable. <laughs> and really cool art. If you like the art for Root and, and things like that, uh, this has that. I mean, it's the same artist and just looks gorgeous. Fast, you know, quick setup and just really uh, thinky, uh, strategic gameplay, making some alliances. And uh, this is amazing. Sounds super awesome. Uh, this is a $90 pledge. That's the only pledge they have. And they're at 742000 of their 50000 goal. Damn. <laughs> 
I will overthrow Sean for the <laughs> title of king or chancellor in this scenario. Uh, Cole's made a really good name for himself, so people know that this is probably going to be an amazing game. And everything I've read about it just sounds awesome. Uh, 8,800 backers. So Jeez. this is definitely in the hotness for sure. Oh, three minutes or less with that much replayability. I mean, how can you go wrong? Yeah, right. And uh, ends on February 4th. Last up. Okay, this is the big daddy. This is the uh, the one that everybody is just going and losing their mind for. Return to Dark Tower by Restoration Games. Return to Dark Tower. So if anyone remembers the old game Dark Tower, way back when we were young little sprites playing our, our board games, uh, this is one's been out of print forever. And if anyone wanted a copy, they'd have to get it on the second of market likelihood is that the Dark Tower, a mechanical piece with electronics and whatnot, wouldn't work. Yeah, we it did work, you'd have to spend a whole lot. We had a listener actually bring one in, a working one. And I got to tell you, that brings me back to the day. I mean, that thing looks like it's from 1950 almost. It barely (laughs) moves. It rotates and you're like, is this thing going to (laughs) break? So this was uh, a project by Rob Davio, Pandemic Legacy, Risk Legacy, Fireball Island. Of Legacy. Of Legacy, yeah. He's the the father of the Legacy Syndrome. And uh, Isaac Childress, who did Gloomhaven, the game that everybody knows about. So very, very brilliant guys that work together on this. This is a cooperative fantasy adventure game, much like Dark Tower. What, What they've done is they've just beefed the tower up to crazy proportions. Uh, there's a computer system in there, and it's going to be controlling lots of different things. This is an app-driven game, so you're going to be tying into that tower, and it's going. that's what you're playing against. You're playing against the Dark Tower. And as you go through, it's going to be giving you messages. It's going to be kicking out sounds. Uh, Dropping skulls. Yes. Uh, you drop skulls into the center of the tower, and sometimes you have to open a side piece of the tower and Skulls will fall out, and when they fall, bad things happen. Bad things happen. <laughs> bad things happen. Uh, everybody that's been playing it the, at some of the cons, like uh, you know the PAX cons and whatnot, just there's lines around the table. Everybody's having a great time. This looks amazing. Uh, it's got minis in it. Uh, there's monsters that go around, so very adventure-y. Uh, but uh, yeah, it just looks incredible. $125 base pledge, which... For everything that has gone into this game, that's actually a really good price. Um, that's going to get you the core game, some miniatures and whatnot, and I'm doing the Vicky whatnot thing here. Whatnot. <laughs> and uh, if you want the premium version, which, come on, if you're going to go on for this this amazing thing, you want the premium version. Uh, that's the $225 pledge that gets you expansions, lots of extra minis to go on the on your game to buff up your components. It looks just and you, you got to remember, this is a computer. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and a mechanical device all in one. And on your table, the toy factor is amazing. And then this is not just, okay, we redid it, but go play the old game. Nope, they redesigned the game to make it uh, gamerly and new and fresh. I know it sounds weird, but this really looks like a Lord of the Rings quest to me. Oh, where really? you and your friends are in a circle. There's a giant mountain you got to climb. Yeah. And there looks like there's no way you're going to be able to climb it. <laughs> and everyone looks like kind of confused, but also like really excited. Like, how do I get up there? Are there skulls that are going to be dropped on me? You know, how do we navigate? And I mean, it's, it's, it looks very immersive. Like yeah. all you, the character sheets and everything I'm looking at. I mean, it, I I want to kind of want to play. Yeah, <laughs> it's it looks incredible. I, I was watching Rob actually go through and tweak the system while he was at one of the cons. Um, the piece that uh, the 
tower itself works off of. Now, one of the things that people have been concerned about, because it's app-driven, what happens if just stops supporting whatever device, right? And that's a real concern. So what Restoration Games has done is they've talked to designer Jeff Engelstein. Jeff Engelstein is going to be the owner of the code base. So if this doesn't get supported, Jeff will release it as an app that basically anyone can program into, and they can have it be supported on any other future device, which that's pretty incredible, right? They're showing like, we're going to support this one way or another. This isn't going to be an outmoded game. I do like that so that, you know, you get the longevity regardless. And if you buy it late, you don't have to worry about that. Like, oh, if I buy it a year later, you know, what's going to happen? That's perfect. Yeah, it's you're you're covered. So incredible, incredible. Uh, Restoration Games has shown just time again, they're set out to revive the things of of our youth and make them really cool and incredible. Uh, they're at $2.5 million oh, you know. of their 850000 goal. Uh, 14,000 backers and ends on February 14th. <laughs> so we're going to conquer the dark, dark Tower, that's what I'm hearing? Yes. yes. Hooray! I'm probably going to be the evil one. <laughs> Sorry, Sean, I'll be the one that probably screws up the group this time. <laughs> it is co-op. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we tripped You know what the, that means? It, yes. Oh, I don't think you do. Ooh. <laughs> hey. Wow. Well, sounds like people have a lot of great games to go check out on Kickstarter. We're going to get out of here now because we are still a little con hungover. But until next time, well, play nice. Even if it's related to con, maybe not too nice, depending on who's asking you to play. Bye. Play nice. (laughs) 